guys, welcome to another episode of Laguna Beach, the podcast. As always, your host, it's Kelly. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have some good stuff to talk about. It was an awesome episode of The Hills. I do want to address one thing. I heard the concerns. (laughs) I know last week I only talked about The Hills for like 12 minutes, but it was a short episode and sometimes... Hills episodes are very boring because they're like setting you up for what's going to happen. Don't worry, this podcast will always have the hills in it. And somebody commented about Laguna right now, like I don't have a lot of Laguna news. And during, I guess during season one of the hills, season three of Laguna was going on, but a lot of them just kind of like disappeared and had a normal life. But if I do find out any like Laguna info or inside info, I'll throw it in here. I promise you. Change is good. Change is good. I promise. It's not going to change at all, like all at once. I'm not going to make this only a pop culture podcast. But change is good. Change means growth. But I understand change can be scary. <laughs> this week, I'm going to go back to our old format where I talk about the hills first. And I think I'm just going to like flip a coin and decide which format I want to go. Pop culture first or hills first. Keep us all on our toes, right? Let's just let's make it exciting, guys. But I promise you, I heard the complaints. I heard that like people told me that they weren't super happy that there wasn't a lot of hills last week. But again, it was such a boring episode. There wasn't a ton to talk about because most of it was at that fashion show. But don't worry, this week I make up for it. There's a lot of goodness this week. And there's also no audio clips this week, I realized, because a lot of the big scenes took place inside of a club. And if there are subtitles on my screen, then I know that it's not going to come over well through like audio on the podcast. But like I said, I just wanted to say that this will always be Hill's and Laguna, and stuff like that. Pop uh, pop culture, I really love pop culture. It's something I am actually, like, super passionate about. So I'll add it. I try and do 20 minutes, 20 minutes. It was one time. Please forgive me. Just one time. Maybe two times at this point. But don't worry. Don't worry, guys. We're all in this together. Like High School Musical says. Want to hear a weird fact about me? I have never seen High School Musical. And I feel like that's going to surprise a lot of people. When it came out, I think I was a freshman or sophomore, and I felt too old to watch a Disney original channel movie, and that is my truth. But let's get into the episode of The Hills. All right, so we are on season three, episode three, and the episode is called Best Night Ever. So during the recap, Lauren said she made a rule, no more boys, but of course, she broke that rule for Mr. Brody Beautiful Jenner. Beautiful Brody Jenner, Brody Peter Pan Jenner, we're going to just keep switching it out. Also, we find out that Heidi is still mad at Audrina about the whole Spencer situation, but she's definitely not mad at Spencer because that's how it works sometimes, ladies. Sometimes we are mad at the wrong person. So the first scene is Lauren and Heidi shopping and they're looking for a birthday dress because it is Heidi's birthday. We find out that Lauren has a lunch date with Brody and we also find out Whitney's invited to Heidi's birthday, but Audrina is not. It's kind of funny because I feel like Whitney never really wanted to be friends with them. I think she definitely wanted to be like on TV and stuff, but I can't like picture Whitney hanging out with Heidi Montag, even to this day. And I think that's a lot of the reason why like the new Hills reboot wasn't so great. It's because like we don't believe it anymore, guys. We're older now. And there are some people who are like, well, we loved it for the nostalgia. I'm like, no, stop it. (laughs) But I think during this scene, Lauren's like, Whitney's not sure if she can make it. I'm not sure if she says it during this scene or later in the episode. But all we know is Audrina's not invited. And Heidi says she doesn't like Audrina. But if Audrina shows up, she'll say hi to her. But again, she doesn't like her and will not invite her. So like if she shows up at the club, it's cool. If she wants to say hi, that's cool. But she's not invited to the fucking party, okay? All right, Audrina, don't you even think about it. Then Lauren jokes about how Heidi will have to have a crown. And guess what? It's not a joke, guys. Of course Heidi Montag has a crown for her birthday. 
It kind of reminded me when Jordan broke up with her or when they were fighting and he's like, you're such a princess. She goes, I am a princess, Jordan. (laughs) And now we are at Brody and Lauren's lunch date. When they see each other, they hug. They look very smitten with one another. Very adorable. And at this point, I was pretty sure Lauren and Brody were going to get married. That like, that was what my heart was set on. I was like, if she can't marry Steven, she better marry Brody. Brody immediately asks about her love life. He's like, how's your love life going? And she's like, oh, it's fine. And then he asks if she's talked to Jason, followed by did it end bad? Like, slow your roll, Brody. Lauren says that her and Jason didn't end on a bad note, but she just kind of like had it. Lauren, we know you're playing coy because it's Brody, beautiful Jenner, but we know it also ended really badly. And I'm sure he knows as well because he's best friends with, I almost said best friends with Steven, best friends with Spencer. So you just have to be honest because he already knows. Because there's, Heidi already told Spencer how bad it was, okay? I kind of wonder how, like, Kristen felt about the whole thing, about the whole Lauren and Brody thing. I mean, I'm sure that she knew that it wasn't real life. But you still have to wonder if she was kind of like, what the fuck? Even though I think at this point in her life, she was dating Nick Zano, who is still somehow in the media sometimes. And I'm like, dude, you've been around forever. What the hell? Who are you? So after that, Lauren decides to take her shot to talk about his relationships. And Lauren asks, so you went from Kristen to Nicole. Do you know what Nicole she's talking about? She's talking about Nicole Richie. I would have died to see her on the hills. I loved her on Simple Life. I think she's very hysterical. Nicole Richie has that like dry sense of humor that I just live for. And he says it was maybe two weeks in between. And it makes me think that Brody is a player. Player, player. And Lauren tells him he needs to be single. And it's odd because Brody still seems to be like this. He's a serial monogamist. And, oh, well, I guess I guess he's not because him and Caitlyn had an open relationship. So I don't know if that would be... It seems like he still just needs to have somebody who, you know, he's with, like, all the time. No, even if it's an open relationship... Him and Caitlin were still like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying any of this right. I I hope I'm not offending anyone. But it always just seems like he needs to have somebody in his life. He needs to be dating somebody, even if he is sleeping with other people on the side. He ends up explaining to Lauren that it's hard to just be friends with someone he cares about. All right, Brody. And she kind of like rolls her eyes and gives him a look. And he goes, I'm just looking for someone to cuddle with. I'm a cuddler. And no wonder why my dumbass loved him at like 16. I was like, oh my God, he just wants someone to cuddle with. Obviously, I wasn't that naive, but I'm like, oh my God, Brody, I'll cuddle you. <laughs> and now if I was with Brody, you'd be like, take a shot out of my shoe, do a shoey. And I'd be like, ah, no way, take your dirty converse away from me. Now we're at Epic Records where Audrina works, which is an epic job. I wish I worked at a record label. That is why I moved to Nashville. So maybe one day. But Audrina visits her work buddy, Sierra. And she seems very stressed out over the Heidi and Spencer thing. Like, as much emotion as Audrina can show, she's showing in this scene. And Audrina wonders if she should go to Heidi's birthday. And then she says one of her best quotes of all time. This is a great quote. She says, To have a friend is to be a friend. And she's not being a friend right now. You're right, Audrina. If you couldn't hear that through that terrible impression, it is to have a friend is to be a friend. And she's not being a friend right now. In moments like this, I'm like, light bulb, light bulb, Audrina, light bulb. (laughs) But in my opinion, you also don't go to a party that you weren't invited to. I definitely don't think that makes you a bigger person. I think that is weird and I would stay home if I were you, Audrina. Because Sierra is going to tell you whatever you want to hear because she wants to get her airtime on the hills. But if she was a real friend, she'd say, don't go to that fucking party. Don't be weird. Don't make it weird. It's already weird. Like if Heidi wants to talk to you, she will. And I don't think showing up unannounced is going to make it any better. That's what Sierra should have said. Instead, Sierra was like, yeah, you should go. (laughs) 
And Sierra said something about Spencer. I didn't write it down. I didn't catch it. But then Audrina has another good line. She calls Spencer a dirtbag. And that is a term I realize I need to use more. Dirtbag. She goes, he is such a dirtbag. You're right, Audrina. He is such a dirtbag. Now it's salon time with Heidi. And they're definitely drinking champagne. And Lauren already seems buzzed. Like, she's already, like, her eyes are wide. She's all smiling. She's all ready to go. She's all amped up. But they cheers. They do three cheers. They cheers three times. The first one is to Heidi's birthday. The second one is to the best night ever. And then the third one, are you ready for it? It's just to lots of stuff. (laughs) They don't really like talk about what the stuff is, but they cheers to just lots of stuff. And Heidi says she's going for an Audrey Hepburn look because she's wearing a black tutu and a crown, of course. And I also, like, really dislike Heidi. Like, I I try to like her, and then she does weird stuff or, like, says weird things, and I'm like, I can't. I don't think I would ever be friends with anyone like Heidi Montag. So I think I wrote that down. I think the reason I wrote it down for the next two quotes, Lauren's like, are you getting your makeup done? And Heidi goes, of course, it's my birthday. I'm not lifting a hand. Ugh. Then, (laughs) Then she ends it. Then she ends it with, I'm an American princess. All right, Heidi, we get it. You're very exhausting. And they also seem more than drunk. So if you watch, you tell me what you think. Like their eyes, I don't know. It seems like they're a little bit more than just drunk. And I will say there were a lot of rumors that, well, Jason said that Lauren would take his Adderall all the time. Don't know if that's true. That's an allegedly, that's an allegedly, me throwing an allegedly out there for Lauren Conrad. Not something I do very often. So make sure that you take this with, (laughs) so don't tell her. Because I want Lauren to like me. But allegedly, Jason said that she used to always take his Adderall. So, I mean, maybe they're on Adderall. I don't know. That just reminded me of of, um, Regina George. I don't know. I guess she's on crack now. I don't know. But that whole scene, like, Heidi can't even sit still. She's, like, jumping all around. And I can only imagine her hairstylist being like, sit the fuck down, Heidi. Because I need to make you look like Audrey Hepburn right now, okay? Please sit. I'm assuming there's a commercial break in between this, but we go right into the chaoticness that is Heidi Montag's birthday. And I believe it's her 20th birthday, not her 21st. 20th birthday. Heidi's on the couch posing with her tiara. Tiara? <laughs> Whenever I like mispronounce the words, I'm like, oh, I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Brody asks what everyone is drinking. Of course, they're not of age. Well, I think Brody is, but we know Heidi and Lauren aren't of age, so we know they're drinking water. And Lauren brings out a cake, like a huge, huge, huge cake that has a picture of baby Heidi on it. And during this, when she brings out the cake, we see Miss Holly Montag herself in the background. And one thing I wish we knew a little bit more of was how Holly actually lived with Heidi and Lauren. I'm not sure if she lived with them in the first or second season, but I know that she lived with them for a little while. So I wish that we got to know more about that. And like I said, the Hills, like, it's kind of hard to even get in touch with the cast because they think they're better than everybody. But anyway, uh, (laughs) yeah, I said what I said, okay? But I'd love to know like more about Holly's role and if like her alcoholism was real and all that stuff. But we'll get into that obviously in later seasons. So so back to Heidi's birthday party. Brody and Spencer have a moment and Spencer says that Lauren is his type. Lauren is Brody's type, not Spencer's type. Lauren is Brody's type. And Brody says that he just got out of a relationship. And again, it seems like they're doing more than drinking because... Brody and Spencer do this weird, weird, weird thing. Like, I I wish that I could, like, show you through a podcast what they were doing. They're just looking at each other. And Spencer does his big smile with all of his teeth showing, especially his front teeth. They're out there for everyone to see. And, like, him and Brody just start laughing and, like, shaking uncontrollably. And it's kind of like, hmm, 
Is it that funny or is it the Molly that you just took? I don't know. But yeah, it's it's a, it seems like they say kind of an inside joke that ended up on the outside that we didn't really get. But they really, I mean, Brody really likes Lauren and it doesn't matter that he just got out of a relationship. That is what I'm getting. And then they do that weird body shake. And now we're at a Heidi and Lauren moment. And they talk about how she's not ready to like Brody. She's like, I'm not ready to like him yet. <laughs> Again, such a Lauren Conrad thing to say. And, you know, I re- like rewatching it, you're kind of like, wow, they are best friends and they're going to date each other. And that just seems like the greatest thing in the world. Like two best friends dating two best friends. What could go wrong? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're naive and thinking. We know what's going to happen. Heidi knows what she did. But now we have Audrina walking up to the club and Lauren and Heidi are on like a balcony thing. And we see Audrina walking up and they go, oh, my God. And they like duck back into the nightclub. And Lauren approaches Audrina first and she's like, what are you doing here? And Audrina's like, I just want to say happy birthday. No drama. Just happy birthday. And then a wild Heidi appears and Audrina asks, she's like, are you mad at me? And Heidi goes, no. And they agree to talk about it later. But Audrina's like, I didn't come to start trouble. I just want to wish you a happy birthday. And again, it must have sucked because, you know, production was like, just show up. It'll be great. But Audrina kind of walks away and Heidi goes and sits with Gem Bunny and Lauren. So when Heidi goes back, she's kind of like telling the girls that she felt like Audrina was just trying to cause trouble. I don't know. It kind of reminded me of like season three of Laguna when Brenna, Brianna, was like telling Lexi how rude Rocky was to her when Rocky wasn't rude at all. It just seemed like Heidi was really upset that Audrina would even show her face. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. She's like, she's here to cause drama. She's here to ruin my birthday (laughs) because nothing is going to ruin Heidi's birthday. Remember that it's her birthday, guys. You got to respect her birthday. She's wearing a tiara. You got to respect her. Respect the crown. (laughs) But Jem Bunny decides she wants to be a little bit of a bad bitch. She wants to be a bad bunny and she wants to go confront Audrina. And like in this moment, I was like, what would I do if I saw Jem Bunny in person? (laughs) Because Jem Bunny doesn't like me. Jem Bunny wanted to sue me allegedly maybe one day I'll like read you guys the whole email that I got when I woke up to that I texted her back I was like I mean emailed her back I'm like yo chill out (laughs) it's not that serious but I did forget that Bunny and Audrina have a heat have some heated words like Audrina's not here for Gem Bunny and her bullshit Audrina has a neck tattoo anyone with a neck tattoo will beat you up but Bunny like chases Audrina down and calls her she's like I don't need some random girl to come in here and ruin my friend's birthday and Bunny's like She's like, I'm just trying to be protective of my friends. And Audrina explains that she wanted to be nice and wished, and she, all she wanted to do was wish Heidi a happy birthday. And that's kind of how it went. It was like a gem bunny trying to be a little bad bunny and it didn't work out. But I will say that I think Heidi, Jen, and Lauren are straight up mean girls in this scene. Like they're mean to Audrina. And Audrina walks out of the club crying. She's on the phone talking to someone. She's like, I'm over it. I'm over it. Which we all know is Audrina's favorite saying. So the mean girls, I mean, so Heidi, Jen, and Lauren are now eating a ton of takeout on their couch, which is very relatable. After a long night out, know what you have to do. You have to have some takeout and you got to enjoy it. So Lauren says she doesn't want to date anyone. Like she keeps bringing up. She's like, I don't want to date anyone. I don't want to date Brody. (laughs) You're so exhausted, Lauren. I'm going to tell you that. You and Heidi would tire me out as friends. Like mentally, I wouldn't be able to do it, I don't think. But then, but then after she says she doesn't want to date anyone, she admits to liking Brody. And then they all joke about comparing boys to accessories. I forget what quote she said, but it wasn't purses this time. It was like, more like a belt, Lauren says. And Jen goes, how come we always, (laughs) how come we're always comparing boys to accessories? (laughs) Jen Bunny was getting ready to try and replace Audrina. 
That's how I felt. John Bunny thought she was going to be the big star of the show. Sorry, I think I just like to say that name. Take a shot every time I say Jen Bunny. All right, we're over the partying. We're done with the partying. Now we're at Teen Vogue. And Lauren gets a phone call from Audrina. And Audrina's like, I just want to have lunch and I just want to talk things out. And Lauren's kind of like, oh, yeah, okay. And right when she hangs up, Whitney kind of looks at her and she's like, who is that? And she goes, "We, um, I'm getting lunch with Audrina and you're coming. And Whitney's like, okay. <laughs> That's some stuff like I would do to Callie. I'd be like, Callie, you're coming with me. But Whitney, I mean, she looks less than thrilled. You know, she's probably like the last person I want to go to lunch with is Audrina. But I do think if anyone is still like pretty friendly, it would be Audrina and Whitney. And I don't even know why I think that. I just, I have a feeling. I'm probably wrong, but I have a feeling. So now it's lunchtime and this is not a Brody Jenner lunch date time. This is Audrina, Whitney, and Lauren. So Audrina sits down first and when Whitney and Lauren walk in, she's... She first thing she says, she's like, those are nice jeans <laughs> to Whitney. And Whitney's like, thank ya in her voice. So as usual, again, we're going to we're going to hammer in this point. Audrina asks Lauren about her love life. And Lauren says she's not looking for a relationship. She's not looking for a good guy. And she's not looking for a relationship. She's, you know, Lauren just wants to have her fun. She's 20. She's having a good time. But the lunch is very awkward. And Audrina says that she didn't come to ruin her birthday. Like, she really wanted to make that clear. And Lauren was like, you know, she just didn't want to talk about it that night. Not that she never wants to talk to you again, just not that night. And Whitney lets Audrina know some friends aren't meant to be. Like, it's just a very clear-cut way of saying Heidi doesn't want to be your friend. And like I said, if I didn't already know what was going to happen, like, once all the girls said bye, I would think Audrina was donezo and being replaced by Bunny. I wouldn't think we'd see Audrina again. Luckily, that's not the case, because if Audrina left, we'd never get to see Justin Bobby, and that would just be a shame for all of us. But I definitely thought that Audrina would be off the show after this, and Jem Bunny would be fitting in right there. We needed another brunette. We already had two blonde, three blondes, I guess, with Whitney. You need a brunette. So we have, like, a really quick Lauren and Heidi moment back at the apartment, and Lauren's like, I had lunch with Audrina, and Heidi just kind of, like, looks at her. And Heidi basically says that Lauren isn't allowed to be friends with Audrina. Like, it's kind of weird. She's like, oh, well, if you're going to hang out with her, like, don't worry about it. I don't know. But obviously, like, Heidi's not the most mature person in this situation. But it really did seem like if Lauren was going to be friends with Audrina or be friendly with Audrina, then she could no longer be friends with Heidi. And now we're at one of the hottest clubs in the city. We're at Area Nightclub to meet up with Spencer and Brody. And by we, I mean Heidi and Lauren. And Audrina is there. But this scene, like, they just keep flashing to Audrina and then flashing to, like, Spencer and Heidi, but they never speak to each other. There's no real communication between them. Who knows? Audrina could have been there a different night. It was just how it was edited. But <laughs> it's funny. I gave people a lot of shit when they rewatched Laguna, and I'm like, how didn't you know they were drinking? Whereas I'm watching The Hills, and I'm like, oh my god, they're drunk. So I get it now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I gave you guys so much trouble. But Heidi and Lauren are holding like goblets of alcohol. And one of Audrina's friends says that Spencer is the ultimate cheese. Like, I don't know what Lauren and Heidi were really talking about, but Audrina's like, I can't go over there. Spencer's there. And she goes, one of Audrina's friends is like, Spencer is the ultimate cheese. Still true. So while they're all there, Spencer makes Bunny stand up so Brody can sit next to Lauren. And Bunny's like, I love to stand. Like she looks at the camera and says that, trying to be all like dramatic and nobody gives her attention. So Brody's laying it on thick. He's like, I love your eyes. I love your smile. And he's like, I really like you. So what happens next is they sneak off to Brody's condo and they share a kiss on the balcony. So romantic. I was like, yes, these two are going to make it. These two are going to get married. This is Lauren's happy ending. She didn't get with Steven. She had to go through the whole thing with Jason. And now she's found her Prince Charming in Brody Jenner. (laughs) 
it's kind of funny to think about now. But I actually looked on YouTube and I couldn't find the outtakes and bloopers on it. But they had to redo this few times. Like they had to redo the kiss few times because they have zero chemistry. But in this moment, I fell in love with these two and I still blame them for my trust issues. But we end the episode with those two kissing and that is that. And it looks like Brody and Lauren are going to get their happy ending and we're all going to be super happy because that's what happens in reality TV, right? It does like really bum me out that those two weren't a real couple. It really hurts me deeply. But there we have it. We think that they're going to be together. We think they're going to date and we think it's going to be great because Heidi and Lauren are best friends, Brody and Spencer are best friends, and it's going to be one happy ending. So earlier I said that I thought Whitney and Audrina were the closest, but I think Heidi and Audrina are close. And right now they're actually in Nashville. It's really funny. They landed Sunday night or got there Sunday night and I got a whole bunch of DMs. Because they were at Red Door and I, you know, I go to Losers, I go to Red Door, I'm always in Midtown. But people are like, oh my god, are you going to go see them? Are you going to go to the bar where they're at? Guys, I work 40 hours a week and go to sleep at a normal time. (laughs) Like if it was like Friday or Saturday, maybe I would go. But I can't do that on a Sunday night when I have to work Monday morning. I swear some people think that I don't have a real life job, but I do. I would love to run into them, though. I would, I would, I would, I don't think I'd tell them I'm Laguna Biatch. I think I'd play it as cool as I could and take a picture and then post it on my story or my page, actually. Now, I will say I don't know why they're in town. It wouldn't surprise me if it's something to do with Very Cavallari because I do think it was picked up for a season four. I'm not 100% sure if I'm correct, but I'm, I'm a little sure. But also, like, they're always constantly editing. Like, they can edit really anytime. So I think it's probably a Very Cavallari thing more so than a Hills thing. Because if it was a Hills thing, I think Spencer would be there because there's no way he's not going to be on something that's going to be on the Hills. And it actually surprised me that, like, Heidi came here alone without her baby and without Spencer. She must be having a hard time with that because she cannot leave that baby even to go to sleep. So, yeah, they're in town. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to run into them. I was sent home sick Monday today. So, um, if they are at that mall there, I work next to a mall that's like, really, there's like not even a food court. It's like, there's a Gucci, there's a Tiffany's, there's Louis Vuitton, there's, um, two Auntie Annie's. That's about all they got. But I, I've seen like Jason Aldean there. I've seen a couple other singers there, but I'd guess that if they're going to go anywhere to shop, it will be there, that mall. But I am curious what they're doing here. And today Heidi put on a, like a story. She does her outfit of the day. And instead of saying, howdy, Nashville, she said, hoodie Nashville and that's when I remembered that Heidi is just like all of my aunts on Facebook that's just who Heidi has become all right so I am starting off with very Cavallari um before I get into all the pop culture stuff and guys I really want to like this show but I just can't (laughs) like I try so hard to and we go from like Kelly drama to new store drama to Jay and the boys get hot chicken it just like it drives me nuts I just want a cohesive show I don't want storylines all over the place But I have a theory that Kristen always had that spot in Chicago, like, in kind of name drop goop to try and let us know how hot of an area it is. I have no idea it's true. It's just speculation. And what I mean is that she always had, like, both sides of the store, if that makes sense. So as far as Kelly, I think her, like, retweeting stuff wasn't cool. I'll say that. That's not a good move. But I also feel like Kristen could have called her and reached out to her. If she was that upset, Kristen could have said, Kelly, this is upsetting me. And that leaves the ball in Kelly's court. I understand Kelly saying she's busy and she was excited to film again because that meant their schedule matched up again. And that's why she texted Kristen about filming. She also knows how Kristen wanted the storyline to go, which is why, in my opinion, that's why she was so upset with her scene with Justin. I'm going to say, end of the day, 
I'm not team Kelly or team Kristen. I'm team tell someone if you're upset with them so it's in their hands. Just remember, nobody's a mind reader and they may think that everything's fine when you're hurting. So it's important to like express those emotions or frustrations. Should Kelly have retweeted that stuff? No. Should she have just put the rumors to rest and not give it any attention? Yes, like she shouldn't have given that any attention. But it's also weird how like none of it falls on Jay. Like Kristen hasn't said anything about how Jay hasn't really said anything about it. But anyway, let's not even get into that, I guess, right? I just, I think nobody's a mind reader and Kristen should have called her and been like, hey, this is an issue and can we talk about this? Because no one's gonna know if you're upset with them if you don't tell them. I will say that I kind of love how they're showing Jay with like hanging out with two openly gay men because I feel like people... Like macho dudes, like guys who think they're super cool and like football players kind of still have like some sort of weirdness to gay men. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think it's really cool how it shows that you can be friends with anybody and doesn't matter your sexual orientation. That's all I'm trying to say. I think I said that in a really long way, but I think it's cool to see, you know, a former NFL football player hanging out with these gay men and not having an issue with it and not like talking about it or thinking it's weird. So I will say I do like that part of this show. Now, as always, I do ask people what they want me to talk about. And someone asked me to talk about Taylor Swift and I can hear you guys groaning now. I have nothing to say about Taylor Swift right now, but her documentary comes out January 31st. And I want you all to know that I am going to discuss it when it comes out. So be prepared for that. Um, you can skip over it if you want. A couple people wanted me to talk about old MTV shows, and I'm going to talk about that next week, I promise. Over the weekend, I did watch the Aaron Hernandez documentary, and I put up a status, and it got taken a little different because I was like, I don't like how they talked about his sexuality so much. And someone was like, well, I don't feel bad for him because he's a murderer. No, I don't feel bad for him either. But I felt like they were kind of kept relying on that. And I was kind of like, just because he was closeted doesn't make it okay that he killed someone. And I feel like they were kind of trying to make it seem like that. That's all I was saying. That's how I felt about it. Um, I think Aaron Hernandez was really narcissistic. And I think he got away with a lot during his college years. So it was kind of like, I can kill this person. I can flex my muscle. And I won't be caught because I'm a narcissist. And I've gotten away with so much anyway. So that's how I feel about it. It was a fine documentary. I don't know if it's because I grew up in Massachusetts, but I kind of already knew everything that they talked about. Halsey dropped a new album and it's really good. The song 3AM, I recommend you all listen to it. It's probably the best song on the album. Everyone, everyone, everyone in the world or in this country is flipping out about Brad and Jen at the SAG Awards. All right, let me tell you what I think they're doing. They're both very aware of how much publicity they're getting due to their new friendship, like the friendship that we're allowed to see now that he's not with Angelina. In my opinion, Brad Pitt had a pretty rough go in Hollywood after his breakup with Jen because everyone was team Jen or a lot of people were team Jen, right? But now he broke up with, or him and Angelina broke up and then all that stuff came out about him getting in like a physical fight with his son Maddox. And again, that doesn't look so great for Mr. Brad. So this is some good publicity that he's really excited about and his speeches have been really funny, but I'm not going to hold my breath for Jen and Brad to get back together. I don't think that's a thing. I think this is all PR. They're leaning into it. They're having fun with it. And at the end of the day, we got punked. So I saw that Demi Lovato is kind of making a comeback. She's performing at the Super Bowl. She's performing at the Grammys. And listen, I'm very nervous about Demi Lovato making this comeback. She had a nearly fatal overdose just in 2018. And I think it's great that she's been able to get clean again. She seems to be doing well. I just get nervous. I don't think that the spotlight's like super great for Demi. I feel like the best thing for Demi would be to move to like Montana or something and just not be in the spotlight. 
Fun fact, I actually want to like take a little vacation to Montana and unplug for a weekend. So maybe, maybe if anyone listening's in Montana, we can talk. And I don't know why my heart's set on Montana, but it is. All right, let's get back to Demi. It seems like she's always doing really well. And then like all of a sudden she'll like lash out on social media that, and she'll be like, everyone's bullying me and I'm going to go away. And that's, that's kind of her cycle. That's what she does. I don't think that the media is very fair on Demi, but I don't know. She always just kind of lashes out, does her thing, goes away for a while, comes back. She's like, I'm in a better place now. So I guess we're going to have to see what happens there. And I'm just nervous. I worry about Demi like I worry about Hayden Panettiere. So if you've been listening for a while, you know how much I worry about Hayden. Somebody did ask me to talk about Max from Vanderpump Rules. And remember when I said Max kind of gave me bad vibes? Well, this week, a bunch of old tweets were discovered of him using the N-word, being transphobic, saying how much he hates Asians, among other things. Now, I've read a lot of comments saying, like, these tweets are eight years old and people can grow. And I I just, I say, like, I knew that the N-word was a word that shouldn't be said ever by, like, age eight. Like, I was aware of this word and how I shouldn't repeat it. And even in the tweets, he was like, I know that I shouldn't say this word, but it's my favorite word to say. Dude, come on. The other stuff, like maybe you can blame immaturity on that, but I think language, certain words, you just know not to use it. So my guess is Mac's going to be fired very soon. I don't know if I'm correct, but we shall see. Also, this is my weekly reminder that I don't watch Siesta Key. (laughs) A lot of people really want me to watch it. I have tried, guys. I've given it two episodes, couldn't do it. It just seems so fake. Like, it's so fake, and I think the acting's so bad. Like, if the acting was better, maybe I could get into it, but can't do it. I'm all about Floribama Shore, though. I'm really into Floribama Shore. Um, This past episode was a great one. Uh, I love Jeremiah and Maddie. I don't think that they're still together or anything, but I'm, I'm rooting for those two crazy kids. Vanessa Hudgens and Austin Butler broke up, and everyone's very sad about this, but I would leave if there wasn't a ring in nine years. I mean... Obviously, we don't know the ins and outs of their relationships, but I do find it kind of crazy that he got this role as Elvis, and he's in. that's supposed to be a huge movie, and that'll likely make him a bigger name, but now they break up. I mean, it sounds a little bit like a PR thing to me. I guess we're going to see if they get back together, or if they're just, if they've been broken up for a while, and they just wanted to kind of hold on to this before they could release it closer to the movie. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. All right, somebody asked me to give advice if they're bullied in the workplace. If someone's giving you a hard time, I know this is going to sound lame, but talk to your supervisor or go to HR. When we're young, we're taught that, like, tattling isn't a cool thing to do. But as an adult, like, bullying someone isn't also, isn't very cool to do. So if you don't want to say something to them yourself or if you're, like, worried, take a few notes, make sure you have the days written down, and then go to HR. Making yourself comfortable is the most important thing, and that's what HR is there to do. I've had to go to HR. Um, I know plenty of people who've used HR. That's, That's the resource that you should use. And a good thing is, if they retaliate, you can sue them. So keep that in mind. But seriously, if if you're feeling like someone at work is, like, belittling you or talking down to you or even bullying you, definitely talk to HR about it. Talk to your supervisor. If you don't feel comfortable going right to them and saying something, you know, I was I used to tattle on my brother a lot and I was taught like tattling isn't cool. Telling on people isn't cool. But if it, I mean, well, back then it wasn't cool, but now it is. It's like important to make sure you feel as comfortable as possible in your place of work. And if people are making you feel uncomfortable, like I said, just go right to HR. That's what I would do. 
But also try and take like notes of what happened and if you have specific days it happened on, that's even better. So let's talk about Teen Mom. Somebody asked me to talk about Teen Mom and I know I did like the big rundown of Teen Mom not long ago. Couple, actually, it probably was long ago. We're on like our 43rd episode, guys. So I just want to like take a second real, real quick and say thank you for listening for as long as you have. I really appreciate it. I know that podcast can be a lot to listen to. I get behind on my podcasts. So thank you guys for sticking around. I really, I really means a lot more than you know. So I feel like most of you know that I love to hate watch Teen Mom and Teen Mom 2. And there's been a lot of Teen Mom stuff going on that I just wanted to like run through real quick. Ryan and Mackenzie had a baby girl at the start of January and Ryan being Macy's baby daddy. And I feel like that's exactly what that couple needed. Another child. Throw another baby in that mix. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Janelle and David have been spotted out in Nashville together, which really terrifies me. If I ever run into Janelle or David, I'm going to be scared for my life. Like, I'm, I'm really nervous about that. That's a that's a real thing. They were at Printer's Alley walking down the street, and I was like, if I see them, I'm, I'm running the other way. So they have filed for divorce, and she did have a restraining order against him, but she dropped it. So it wouldn't surprise me if eventually they end up getting back together. Janelle has said, like, no way, they're never getting back together, but come on. We, we know, we know how this is going to go, Janelle. There's been a lot of drama with Kale from season two. It's funny. I feel like Kale is one of those girls who always hates drama, but then has more drama surrounding her than anyone else you know. But right now, everyone's saying she's pregnant again by Chris, who she has a child with already. And if you don't know their relationship, it's very up and down, very back and forth, always breaking up, always getting back together. He's cheating on her, whatever. Then there's also something going around that he was actually arrested because he violated a domestic violence restraining order that Kale put against him. If you guys don't follow the Ashley reality TV, I highly suggest you do so. She has everything about Teen Mom. She also has like a bunch of stuff about the Duggars and all those kind of shows. But I guess that Chris's aunt posted a sonogram on Twitter saying that Chris and Kale were expecting again and Kale has yet to say anything about it, which I'm really surprised about it. She's always the one who's kind of like yelling before anybody else. So I guess we'll see if Kale's going to be having her baby number four. I know she said in the past that she just wants to keep trying until she has a girl, but holy moly, that's a lot of children. So that's kind of what's going on with teen mom right now. That's a teen mom life. And remember how I talked about yachting last year? And remember how I talked about yachting last week? Farah from Teen Mom 1, like the original teen mom, she allegedly yachts a lot. Apparently she's always over there trying to make her money, do her thing. And somebody asked me if yachting was like prostitution. And I guess it could be considered prostitution, but it's also on like the woman's terms. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if that's totally true, but it seems like it's kind of like two people are very involved in the whole thing. But yeah, I definitely suggest you look more into yachting. There's a there's a lot of stuff like like I said, you just got to dig a little bit deeper in Hollywood and then you're going to be terrified and think everyone's disgusting. Last night at the SAG Awards, I did think Millie Bobby Brown looked really old. Like she's only 15 and she looks like she's in her 20s. And there's a lot of weird stuff about her and Drake. And there's a lot of weird stuff about Drake in general. There are a lot of rumors that he likes his women young. You know, when they're like, when he's rapping, he's like, don't like my women single, I like my chicks in twos. You like your chicks in teens. Like, allegedly, Drake likes his girls very young, which is very problematic if you ask me. One thing I did want to mention, I kind of forgot to talk about during the very Cavallari recap. When Brittany was moving out of Stone's house or her apartment with Stone, that like broke my heart. That was really real. And I'm just, I am kind of excited we never have to see Stone again on television. That's a very exciting thing. 
I hope this upcoming episode, they kind of let the Kelly thing just die down. Like, you don't need to keep holding on to this. You don't need to keep making her the villain. We already know that she's supposed to be the villain of this season, so just let it be. One thing I wanted to talk about is I'm actually going to start, like, kind of working on a book. I don't know if it's ever going to be published or anything, but I just feel like I have a lot of crazy stories. I think that I've kind of been through some shit, so maybe, maybe you guys could laugh with me and maybe cry with me and all that. I don't know if it's ever going to become a thing, but this year I do want to have a live show. That is my goal for 2020, to have at least one live podcast. It'll probably be in Nashville, maybe New York. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe Boston, because I am from Massachusetts. But I'm looking into it. I'm trying to figure out how to do it. I'm trying to figure out how it would even work, like the logistics of it all. But I do kind of want to put more effort into everything that I do with Laguna Beach. I really love all the support you guys give me. And it means more than you'll ever, ever, ever know. Like, I was really upset recently. I was pretty, like... I get pretty hard on myself about certain things like the fact that maybe I don't have 50,000 followers yet and that's a me thing and I know it's kind of weird and sounds really gross saying that out loud but when you see other pages growing like so quickly and all this stuff and you're kind of like I'm putting in all this effort and where the fuck is it going so I think that I just need to like put myself out there more and that is why I'm trying to change a little bit. That is why I'm doing more pop culture stuff because a Bravo page, right? Say a Bravo page. They have like a trillion shows to work off of. They can make content out of all these different shows. And that's why I'm starting to branch out more just because I was starting to not like Laguna Beach and I was starting to not really like the hills and I don't ever want that. I never want to be sick of the show that I love and help create this awesome platform that I have and help me like meet a whole bunch of people and talk to people from all across the country. I never ever want to lose that. But I will say that is why I've branched out more into pop culture, especially on the podcast, especially with different memes. And I get change is scary and it's scary for me to kind of branch out and try these new things. But you have to learn how to grow. You need to learn how to change a little bit so you can get some more growth, I guess. But I know this episode's a little bit shorter than they have been in the past. I don't really have a ton going on. Um, (laughs) Usually like audio clips will make it a little bit longer, but I hope you guys have an awesome week. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you guys next week. Oh, Saturday I'm going to see AJ from the Backstreet Boys. He is doing a concert at Tin Roof on Broadway in Nashville. So if you're there, say what's up. It's kind of cool. Like I've been recognized a few times when I go out now. And if you see me, like, please come up and say hi. That makes me so happy. I think it's one of the coolest things on the planet. But thank you guys so much for tuning in, for giving me your time this week. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.